Greetings, everyone, all you fans of Chinese sayings. Laszlo Montgomery here with one more Changyu for your ever-expanding Collezione. And for the sixth offering in this eighth season of the show that forever remains true to its name, Emma and I came up with a good one for you. And not just good, but useful, too. Huar Boucher. This one doesn't take long to tell, and I'll have you on your way in no time at all. Let's break down the four characters and get right to the story. Huar Boucher. What can that mean? Hua, besides being an abbreviation for China, usually means glory. But in this particular case, Hua is standing in for the character Hua, which means flower. R is a conjunction, which means but, yet, or on the other hand. And Bu means no or not. And sure, as a noun in the second tone means fruit, but more commonly it means reality or fact. As an adjective, sure can also mean true or real. In this Chengyu, it means fruit, and I'll explain why in a bit. And for the second time this season, and at least the fourth or fifth time in the history of this show that first surfaced back in 2016, the good old days, we're taking the Chronicles of Zuo off the shelf to get the backstory behind this one. In the chapter Wen Kong Wu Nian, the fifth year of Duke Wen, we get Hua Er Bu Shi, and the Zuo Chuan being Zuo Chiu Ming's annotations to the spring and autumn annals. Well, this story takes place around then sometime 630 to 620 BC. This was the time of Duke's Wen of Jin, featured earlier this season in Tui Bi San She, as well as Duke Mu of Qin when he was in his prime. Heady years in those decades of the Eastern Zhou. Our main character, somewhat of no particular consequence, his name was Yang Chu Fu. He was a state minister of Jin. So it's around this time that the well-intentioned Zhou dynasty, founded in 1046 BC by kings Wen and Wu, with a little help from the Duke of Zhou, started to break down. The 7th century BC saw China, well, northern China, that is, engulfed in territorial disputes with bordering states. Besides attacking each other, they also engaged in a robust diplomacy. Jin was having a particularly challenging time with Chu to their south, and in an effort to resume friendly relations, Duke Wen of Jin sent his minister Yang Chu Fu on a diplomatic mission to the state of Chu. So he went down to Chu, passed on the messages from his king, and promptly returned to Jin. And on his way from Chu, Yang Chu Fu passed the small town of Ningyi, today just north of Zhengzhou, where he was obliged to stop for the night at a local inn owned by a man surnamed Ying, same surname as the Qin royal family. Innkeeper Ying was struck by Yang Chu Fu's impressive looks and his way with words and how he carried himself. This simple innkeeper was wowed by Yang's dignified appearance and hung on Yang Chu Fu's every word, listening to him late into the night. On and on, Yang Chu Fu went about all his good deeds, worldly knowledge, and long list of accomplishments. And innkeeper Ying could hardly believe that such a great man was staying at his humble establishment. So impressed was innkeeper Ying, in fact, he took his wife aside and said to her, Oh, I've always wanted to leave this small town and offer my services to a great and virtuous man. 
Uh, in my line of business, I've seen people come and go, but I've never met a man whom I felt I could safely follow. Today, Yang Chu Fu has come to our town and is staying at our inn. This must be a sign from heaven. He must be the man I was meant to follow. So after making his wishes known to Yang Chu Fu, innkeeper Ying was accepted as part of Yang Chu Fu's retinue. In high spirits, innkeeper Ying tidied up his business affairs, said goodbye to his wife, and embarked on the journey back to Jin with Yang Chu Fu. Well, imagine his wife's surprise when, well, not long after his departure from their small town, her husband suddenly appeared back at the inn. Well, she could not help remarking, you spoke so highly of his character and his talent, and you left your business and family well provided for, so you need not have returned on our account. Why then have you come back to Ningyi? Innkeeper Ying sighed. We had not even departed the borders of Ningyi before I realized that Yang Chu Fu was not what he seemed on first glance. As I listened to him boasting about the same great deeds over and over again and observed his treatment of others more closely, I realized that he was nothing but a foolish man, all dressed up in those fine garments with an impulsive temper and an inflated opinion of himself. All his good looks and tall tales are just for show. He's like a branch that blossoms but does not bear fruit. I was afraid that if I continued as part of his retinue, not only would I not get the education necessary to become a virtuous and educated man myself, but I might, in fact, get caught up in something I'd regret. So I cut my losses and came back home. So Yang Chu Fu, with all his self-importance and dignitas that he wrapped himself up in, he sure fooled this innkeeper. Poor old Mr. Ying thought this chance encounter with someone the likes of Yang Chu Fu was going to lead to some kind of opportunity or a chance to rise up to a higher station in life. And when his chance came, he took it. And then he found out, boy, did he ever judge this book by its cover. This guy turned out to be Huar Bu Shi, like a tree that flowers but doesn't bear fruit. Innkeeper Ying misjudged this man's character. Hey, we all know looks can be deceiving, and they sure were in this case. Innkeeper Ying learned the hard way. When he realized his benefactor was Hua, all flowery and looking good on the outside, our boucher, but with no real substance, worse than an empty suit. So Innkeeper Ying, he turned on his heels and got back to where he once belonged. And when his wife wanted an explanation... All Mr. Ying really had to say were those four syllables. He didn't even need a rejoinder. Huar Boucher. Enough said. Okay, thanks to Zuo Qiu Ming one more time for giving us this one. And of course to Emma in the Beijing office of the Chengyu Yanjiu Zhongxin, keeping those Chengyus coming and of course busily preparing for the season 8 finale bonus episode. So that's going to be all she wrote for this time. Remember, when it comes to people... Sometimes you can never tell. Huar Boucher. Okay, this is Laszlo Montgomery signing off from Los Angeles, California. Thanks for listening, and I cordially invite you all to come back next time for another exciting episode of the Chinese Sayings Podcast. <laughs>